What's up, everybody? Welcome to Talk It Out Podcast. This is your girl, Gabby. And KT. And we're back with another episode. I know y'all weren't expecting a back-to-back, but here we are. So, Gabby, uh, let's go ahead and open it up, uh, and I'll just let you guys know, basically what we're going to be talking about today is just some stuff that's been going on. Uh, we kind of want to complain about some Twitter drama, and then also some drama within uh, Gabby's house again. So, uh, Gabby, if you want, you can go ahead and start. Go ahead and just just tell them, you know, some of the drama that's been going on. Yeah, so, uh, at Gabby's Music, hit me up. So pretty much, <laughs> pretty much, you know, y'all know how, you know, the fam is politically and in some conversations with them, it's really just got me just pressed over the fact that in December, uh, 12, 11, 12, 11, 10 months after coronavirus became a big pandemic, people are still still denying the realities of coronavirus with over 300,000 people dead of the disease millions affected and still having side effects to this day to this time people are still thinking it's a hoax why kt why First of all, you put on your radio voice. Why, Katie? Why? No. Okay. So personally, uh, I don't. I don't. I don't know what the the craziness is behind it. For me, I feel like part of it's definitely got to do with how um, the telling televangelists at the very beginning of everything kind of plagued it as like. Well, uh, this isn't really legit, and if it is legit, then God isn't going to let you die. So, for these Christians or for people who think it's fake, they're they're kind of brainwashed. Like we talked about on the last episode, whenever I was telling you about um, how people like Kenneth Copeland, like how he's got some of these people brainwashed. Whenever, you know, people found out that Biden was going to be the president, he came up on his show and he was like, ah, 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 and he like made all these laughing, cringy laugh stuff. Whenever he found out, because he was like, uh, does, does, uh, what was it? It was something like, does the U.S. or do people really think that God would let Joe Biden be the president? And they've kind of just like, they've, uh, televangelists now have kind of like integrated their own, uh, Christian teachings into politics. Yeah, I think that's part of it. But I don't think every everybody that's been uh that has this feeling is not a Christian. And everybody who has this feeling is not into the evangelical uh spectrum of Christianity. What do you think then? I think it's just Americans we have been conditioned to be individualistic. I say the only time that Americans actually came together, which mm-hmm. was crazy, was after 9/11. And then it's like, you're my brother, you're my brother. Except towards the uh, Muslim people, the right, brown people. Right, they were still really racist. But as far as everyone else, I love everybody. I black folks, white folks hugging and kissing. But now we're going back to the okie doke. Cat With capitalism, it's all about me, me, me. I found out, I'm a white person, I found out the coronavirus mainly affects black people. So I'm out, I'm out of the loop. 
uh, I found out it only affects uh, or affects poorly or worse people that have pre-existing conditions. I don't have a pre-existing condition. I'm going to go out and about. I know that it affects older people. I don't have an older person in my life. I'm not old. I'm going to go out and about. Right. None of this is like, I want America as a whole, I want my fellow men to be safe. So I'm going to put on a mask and I'm going to social distance and I'm going to do my part to make sure that the essential workers, the doctors and the nurses are not overworked and that older people, older Americans, older citizens get a chance to live a little bit longer. That doesn't go in our heads. We ready to party. We ready to turn up. We ready to, we ready to see our relatives in Thanksgiving which I've seen, I've, I've already started to see RIPs. Yep. That's crazy. So you were able to see your relative for one day, and now you ain't gonna never see them again. Because you brought coronavirus into their house. You did. Now, this ain't no guilt trip, but it kind of is, because I kind of like, I watch the news a lot. Like, every single morning I watch the news, and so uh, every single day that I'm watching it, the numbers just keep going up. Everything just keeps going up, you guys. Like, it, it, at one point, it was 2,000 deaths a day. Then a week later, it was 3,000 deaths a day. And now we're working on 4,000 deaths a day. A day. A day, okay? And so, we've hit uh, 300,000 deaths, which, by the way, is more than the amount of American soldiers that died in World War II, is more than. So this is a serious thing, and I don't think enough people are taking it serious, but I, I do think that a lot of it has to do with how the, also how the government has handled the situation. Yeah. It's, like, yeah, they, yeah. they didn't take it serious, so why should we take it serious? Exactly. And so they wouldn't implement a shutdown. They wouldn't implement any type of anything. Trump kept denying it, and then it's just been a, it's been a shit show, honestly. Yeah, that, that's another thing, too, because could Trump help Fuel the by not wearing a mask, getting the coronavirus, <laughs> the what? whatever, and then saying, I'm removed. I'm, I did it, I did it. So that just gave his people more fervor. And, right. and poor Herman Cain just cooning over there and he ended up dead. Everybody else that's been over there able to get the virus, they go to the doctor and they've been all right. And they don't care about black people. So the Republicans ain't going to be like, ooh, well, maybe we should do better because Herman Cain died. It, they don't care about that. No, not right. At all. But but my thing is, like for for the people that still like, oh, it's a hoax, it's a pandemic. It's gonna take their family members dying. It, that's literally the Here's only the thing, thing no, that it's gonna take. No, I think that some of their family members have probably died, and they they're so in denial of it. They probably like, oh, sorry, that's not really what happened to them. Just like, uh, for instance, uh, one of my family members. Uh, their sister had died and basically my family member is still denying it. Not all the time. Sometimes he believes in it. Sometimes he doesn't. And it just doesn't make sense. It doesn't make sense at all. I think it has something to do with mental health too. Like for, I mean, if we go back to like people not wanting to deal with the fact of America being racist, you know, rape and pillaging, all that stuff. For a lot of people, the only way they can make it is if they have, they make up things in their head. You think so? It's scary for some people 
to to think that there is this disease or this virus going around that we can't hide from that can kill you at any day yep. that can debilitate you all that stuff so they just say well it's not there yeah that's true it's crazy but these people will believe in stuff that they can't see that has no evidence uh, not, well, not, so i'm not gonna go there so as uh the pandemic surges we got some Twitter drama within mm-hmm. the leftist sphere that's kind of going on right now between Jimmy Dore and Ben Dixon. All right. I don't know if y'all know who Jimmy Dore and Ben Dixon is, but definitely look them up. They are um, some pretty well-known leftists in the in the leftist Twitter sphere. Yeah, we'll put leftists in quotations. Leftist, quote unquote. So pretty much what happened is uh, somebody posted a tweet that said that 40 million people have lost access to health care during the pandemic. And, um, you know, this is a good time to be pushing for Medicare for all, you know. And uh, so somebody tweeted AOC that uh, she should listen to Jimmy Dore's um, idea that since Nancy Pelosi is coming up for re-election for Speaker in the House, she speaker in the house, speaker of house, speaker, house speaker, whatever it is, because I can't talk right now. Uh, that she and the squad should say, we're not going to vote for you until you put out a vote for Medicare for all. So I'm going to read this tweet by Justin Jackson. He said, if AOC and the squad don't do what Jimmy Dore has suggested and withhold their vote for Pelosi for speakership, unless Medicare for all gets brought to the floor for a vote. They will be revealing themselves. Power concedes nothing without a demand. That got 3.8 thousand retweets, 23.9 thousand likes. This is a NFL football player who said he uh, lost his mom to breast cancer earlier in his life. And uh, just as he grew up, he learned the, the burden that, you know, having breast cancer, even with health insurance, can put on families. Like, they, they would have been bankrupt. Uh, unfortunately, his, his mom died. But if she would have lived a little bit longer, they probably would have been homeless. So he really has, God, you know, big in his heart, Medicare for all. So this is what AOC said to him. Problem with this idea is that there isn't enough thought given to step two. The Democrat votes aren't there yet. And with the razor-thin margin, the Dems know are greater are greater margin. So you issue threats, hold your vote, and lose. Then what? If you want to know who's opposed, look at the co-sponsor list. In contrast, you can use leverage to push for things that can happen and change lives, i.e. a $15 minimum wage vote in the first 100 days, elevating long-time progressive championships to important positions of leadership. That's that's the opportunity cost two-way. Wait. Oh, okay. So let let me complain about this. So first, first and foremost, first and foremost, Okay, the the part where she says, if you want to know who's opposed, look at co-sponsor list. Anybody can read that list. Anybody in the whole wide world. But that just because somebody co-sponsors it or doesn't co-sponsor it doesn't mean they don't have some type of like ulterior whatever to it. And there's possibility that she she herself, like even though she may co-sponsor that bill, mm-hmm. it doesn't necessarily mean that she likes everything in that entire bill. You know what I'm saying? So that doesn't necessarily mean that those people are for it. 
Either way, in the second part where she says, in contrast, you can use leverage to push for things that can happen and change lives. So what she's really saying there is that Medicare for all is not something that can happen. And uh, what we really need to be doing is focusing on things that can, which is a $15 minimum wage. How come both of those things can't happen is my question. Mm -hmm. We can't have Medicare for all and a $15 minimum wage, which, by the way, that's a totally another topic. But $15 minimum wage is is not even like enough. It's not enough. Uh, That's why it's doable. That's what, yeah, that's why it's doable. And it's of not course. even doable because yeah, that, that mean, won't even get past our sure yet. No. So really what she's saying is, you don't have to have a vote to know who doesn't like uh, Medicare for all. Just look at the list. That don't tell me that. So you you, you just scared. She just scared. That's what it comes down to. So you're admitting that in this, Nancy Pelosi ain't going to put up a vote. No. Why? First, ask yourself why. This is what people need to see. People that are not into politics like that, they're not on Twitter looking up Nancy Pelosi is trading. Nancy Pelosi got this sponsor. These people are just watching CNN. Or they're on Facebook. Or on Facebook. <laughs> That's not even reliable. The, the, the plan of this is for us to see who's for and who's not, but also to get this in the political sphere again. To get this in people's heads. That they don't have to struggle with health care, ha- everybody can have health care. No ifs, ands, or buts, and not have debt. So she's just, my thing is, be who you are. Don't campaign on some, we going to shake some stuff up. Right. If when you have a chance to shake something up, just to shake it up. Yeah. Not, we ain't saying you're going to get it passed. Nobody's saying Medicare for All is going to get passed right now. But you have a chance to shake something up and to flex a little bit. And to show that, yeah, we really for this. And you like, really? No, 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 no. This is your time. This was the time. Yeah, see, that's why, that's why you, so many people, I feel like people put like a, they see a personality and, and me and Gabby have talked about this before, but they see a personality and they say, okay, well, um, we're, we're just gonna, we're just gonna, we're gonna put them up on a pedestal because they have a good personality. It doesn't have anything to, uh, do with policy. It has nothing to do with policy and everything to do with their, uh, their, their personality. personality. Yeah. So it's kind of like their celebrities, like AOC mm. and the squad, quote unquote, are just celebrities in the eyes of, uh, people down here on the ground who are just freaking dying every single day. And so that's kind of like where some of the drama has came in here, uh, where Ben Dixon, which again, he's a, another guy, uh, who's kind of, who is a self-proclaimed, um, socialist. socialist and progressive. So anyway, he, he posted a tweet and it says in, in response to AOC and Jimmy Dore drama. And he says, folks, Jimmy does, or folks, Jimmy Dore is a washed-up comedian cashing in on YouTube. I mean, I'm cashing in on YouTube too, but I'm not doing, or I'm not attacking progressive politicians, insisting they risk a progressive future on cheap political stunts that amount to the strategic equivalent of a third grader. 
trying to decide if I care enough about this particular to expend more energy or just let you all run around an illusion of activism when that illusion only comes in the form of literally attacking the only people who actually want to change this system. Oh, girl. What do you say to that? Then he goes on. This is the part that really gets me, this part right here. He says, first... I'm going to try to logic one more time. Number one, the idea is stupid because it seeks an outcome that is impossible. Not Medicare for all, even though we all know Medicare for all won't happen until this batch of Democrats is gone. Okay, so that that part really kills me because he's literally asking us for a sit and wait type of strategy. Literally. That's, that's what he is. And that's literally every grifter we've ever seen ever in all of politics and all of Democrats and everything. He's literally asking us for a sit and wait type of thing. Why should we sit and wait on Democrats to just... Get up and go out of there. To, to die. Make sense. We're, we're waiting on them to die because Nancy Pelosi ain't gonna leave. Anyway, then he goes on to say, um, he goes on to say, basically, Americans tolerated three thousand deaths, and the big revolutionary idea on the table is to see if Americans will get angry over Pelosi shooting down Medicare for all enough to vote them out. We actually have a shot at moving the ball, and it includes. Everyone, including the squad, which is, you know, AOC, uh, Cory Bush, etc., to the various organizations and independent media. What's being asked by Jimmy is intentionally framed to unravel that structural power. So what he's really going on about, he's saying, well, you know, 300,000 people died and there was no type of, like, uh, revolution that happened for that. But then he goes on to just go down and say, all Jimmy wants to do is unravel the structural power. That's all Jimmy wants is a revolution. <laughs> That's all Jimmy wants. And which makes so no my question logical is, sense. So my question is, are you a socialist? Or my no? question is, wait, there wasn't a revolution. There wasn't mass. There wasn't mass protests, like, which were which I mean, were not only for Black Lives Matter, but also for the, just the the economic system during the pandemic and how people were disaffected. And we're not going to act like this election helped to quell some of it down because the, the politicians paid some of these activists to kind of lay low so Joe Biden can get can get uh, elected. Let's be real, Ben oh, Dixon. Who, who, um, who did, who was it that, or Miss Cooper, Brittany Cooper. Yeah. We know for a fact, we know for a fact that she was being paid by the Democratic Party. And Ben Dixon, too, he's probably being paid by the Democratic Party, too. So, here's the thing. People like this who get into the limelight, who probably have health care, who probably have access to things that we don't have access to, they really should not be given any type of information. They should just stay silent on issues like this, to you be know honest. Because they don't want a revolution. They don't. They don't want no. a revolution. They say they're socialists, but here's the deal. If stuff starts going crazy, I don't. I personally don't want stuff to be burning down and folks to get killed. I don't want that. But I know that this system is not going to work. He's saying, literally... Jimmy Dore is bad because he gonna try to mess up and make stuff get uh make a protest. That's a protest. Are, are you, you against here's protest? One here's one thing. How are you? How are you a progressive? How are you a socialist? But you don't want to make any type of structural change 
uh, we actually, I, I, we actually listen to them, or I do at least, uh, really often in the morning times. Uh, Benjamin Dixon has his own show, and then he does like a, a co co show with some co hosts as well. And so I listen to them almost every single morning. And there's a guy on there. His name is Mondell, and he basically the other day was saying that he was pro the Constitution. The Constitution. How can you guys be pro the Constitution? And then also a socialist. It it just I don't know. I for me, I guess I'm more like anarchist communist type on right. that way. So like even operating in the same uh realm of this current structure that was created by actual slave owners mm-hmm. by rapists, then I don't want to do that. I don't want anything to do with that at all. That's my thing. My thing is everybody's so quick to call themselves a, a progressive, a leftist, and a liberal. We already talk about him, how in the court, like in the space of just the earth, what we consider liberalism is what they would consider conservatism in some of them places. Right. So, and now we have that global uh, access to how other people are running. AOC and them are not progressives. They're fighting for $15 a minimum wage and maybe Medicare for all. But that's not progressive. Like Girl, they're that doing was back that in 2008. They're Come doing that everywhere. Exactly. You know what I'm saying? A progressive is somebody that says everybody needs to have a house. These corporations should pay everybody, not just a living wage. They should pay everybody a wage so that they can pay for everything. And and another thing is in regards to progressivism that I think I feel like a lot of people at least right now in the US don't really understand being progressive I don't think has anything to do with ideologies. I think it has more to do with the direct action that you are providing to people. Yeah. Like these people have money, okay? Yeah. They are the elite. Yeah. They have hundreds of thousands that they get paid every single year. Why are you not uh, providing, if you're such a progressive, why aren't you donating all of your salary or at least half of your salary to eradicate homelessness? Why aren't you pushing for Jeff Bezos to get more tax dollars? Mm -hmm. Why is your main focus on Medicare for All, which you already have access to, just give it to us and leave us alone. Right. And then, <laughs> and then I mean, we, we can talk about the, the pundits. The pundits that are now making hundreds of thousands. Uh, Vashnam making hundreds of thousands. Some of them making millions. These right. are supposedly leftists. Now, we know we ain't going to get socialism anytime soon, communism anytime soon. But you telling me, you going to tell me you're not actively, daily giving some of your, redistributing some of your money. You're not uh, boosting and uh, sharing GoFundMes of people that are struggling during this time. You're not posting cash apps of people. You're not randomly giving money away. The you're only, just the, making money off of this? The only person that I who is actually a leftist, who I have actually seen doing that, actually there's two people, two two groups of people. Uh, one uh, is Cat Black. Mm-hmm. She's always posting Cash App stuff. And then I also always see uh, Ebony and Erica uh, Hart. Yeah. They are always posting stuff like that as well. And honestly, in this world, I feel like right now, 
Those are probably the only two groups of people that I trust. I guess something. The black, <laughs> the black, black queer, queer people. people. Yeah. A black trans woman and a, a black queer couple. I, I think just how it is. The poor, the poor folks. The ones that are the lowest in, in society's class are the ones doing the most. Right. You got these white leftists over here that have been born into the middle class, making millions now. When's the last time they said, I'm going to give $1,000? To, to one of my followers. I'm going to give to that. No, I'm just going to come on here and just tell you how stuff can be. But when people are actually out here putting out stuff that can be done by politicians that makes me feel uncomfortable, I'm going to try to shoot it down. Yep. That's really what it's about. But anyway, that's our, um, that's our complaint today. Uh, you can definitely hit us up on our social medias. Go ahead, Gabby. Uh... I wasn't finished, but we, we got we got something for the next episode. You can definitely hit us up on our social media accounts uh, down at the bottom. Instagram at Talk It Out Podcast. Twitter at Talk It Out underscore pie. Hit us up on our individual uh, Instagrams. KT at KT underscore does art on Instagram and Twitter. Gabbeats Music, G-A-B-B-E-A-T-S Music on Instagram and twitter and also check out our youtube which will be down below thank you everybody for listening if you like what we were talking about make sure you share this with a friend leave a comment what do you think tag ben dixon tag jimmy Dore. let's see if we can get him on the show all right that's it we're out <laughs>